Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Transcontinental Railroad was one of the greatest steps toward the winning of the West. Politically and economically, it was of prime importance to the future of the country. But powerful forces, cattlemen, stagecoach lines, and steamship companies opposed it. Outlaw opposition sprang up, and the Lone Ranger was commissioned by the president to lead the fight against the enemies of progress. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. We're heading for Omaha. Hi on, Silver. Hi. Omaha became a boom town when the construction of the railroad to the west got underway. It was the focal point for laborers in search of work who came from all parts of the country. It was in Omaha that all the supplies were brought together. Tons and tons of building material, rail for the tracks, timber from the north and south to be used for construction camps and railroad ties. Colonel Parkman, the engineer in charge of the stupendous undertaking, lived for the time being in Omaha. Late one afternoon in his office. I guess that's about all we can do today, Miss Barkley. Very well, Colonel Parkman. This last letter is ready for you to sign. Oh, good. You noticed the slip that said that the blasting powder would arrive by steamboat, didn't you? Yes, coming up from the south. Well, as soon as it gets here, we'll arrange to transfer it to wagons and send it west, where it'll be needed to clear some big rocks from the right-of-way. Yes, sir. By the way, Miss Barkley, don't breathe a word about that blasting powder. Oh, no, sir. If certain parties knew about it, they'd attempt to destroy it. And we need all the supplies we can get. Colonel Parkman, I wonder if your warning doesn't come too late. 
Hmm? There'll be a lot of people who know of the explosive. Those who brought it to the river, the men who loaded it on the steamboat, the crew of the boat. I know. I wish we could maintain more secrecy about things. Confound it, we've had stiff opposition so far. But I'm afraid it's nothing to what we'll have in the future. Hmm. How is that? Miss Barkley, just how much do you know about this... Well, call it a triangle. I heard about it in Washington when Henry Wilson was there. Henry Wilson, yes. But as far as I knew, his operations were perfectly legitimate. He tried to show the lawmakers that the railroad would completely ruin the cattle industry by bringing pioneers who would homestead and break up the range. Mm. He went beyond that. Oh, of course. He showed where the railroad, with faster and cheaper service, was likely to put the stage lines and steamship lines out of business. Then what? Well, he was overruled. Everyone felt the railroad was important. So the necessary plans were passed upon. That's all that was known of Mr. Wilson. He left Washington. And came out here. Yes. But nobody knows where he is. Or, uh, do you? I don't know. But evidence points to it. I've talked with several cattlemen, members of the association. They've all admitted that they were beaten. And they're willing to make the best of it. They haven't stooped to the things that... Well, things that have happened. Are you sure? Miss Barkley, I know those cattlemen. I know the type of men they are. If they can't win a fair fight, they'll lose it sooner than stoop to outlaw methods. But Henry Wilson's triangle... Mm, I know. About the surveyors? Yes, sir. Abduction. Well, we can send an army guard with our surveyors from now on, but what'll happen next? What about the graders, the track layers, the woodcutters, all the others that will have to work on the open plains? Mm, I don't know, sir. You... you don't know... Well, how would you expect me to know? Miss Barkley, I had unusual instructions from Washington concerning you. I was told to put you to work here in my office. Oh. I was also given to understand that there would be times when you'd request a short leave of absence. I was to see that you got it. That is very nice. I'm glad there will be no difficulty. Oh, I know that you're absolutely reliable, that your patriotism is above questioning. Whatever assignment you have, you may be sure that I'll cooperate in any way I can. You need only to call on me. Thank you, Colonel Parkman. That will simplify things tremendously. Uh, is there anything else? Oh, yes. This little package was brought in while you were out of the office. It's for you. Oh. An Indian brought it in. An Indian? Oh, I must open it at once. It was sealed very carefully. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, here. I, uh, I want you to see this. Look. A bullet? Well, that's what the Indians send when they declare war. A bullet or a bundle of arrows. That Indian who brought it in. I should have held him. Oh, no, Colonel. That wouldn't have been necessary. This isn't a declaration of war from Indians. Take a closer look at this bullet. Hmm? What's it made of? Is that silver? Yes, Colonel Parkman. It's a silver bullet. But what? Oh. I think I understand. I think I do understand. Joan left the office. An Indian walked close to her in passing. There was no sign of recognition. When the Indian was gone, the girl unfolded a slip of paper that had been placed in her hand. She read it, then tore it to tiny bits, which she scattered on her way to the home of the people with whom she boarded. Later in the evening, just before dark, she met a tall man dressed in the clothes of an Easterner. She knew this face was cleverly disguised instead of masked, as it had been on other occasions when she had talked to the Lone Ranger. The subject of their conversation was Henry Wilson. There's no trace of him yet, Miss Barkley, but I'm quite sure that he's somewhere in the West. 
All that I know is he left Washington. He cleaned out the office he had there, didn't he? Oh, yes. He took all the papers, records, reports, and maps that had been trusted to him by the Triangle. There's a lot of information there. I know. That information, he would know a lot about the West. Uh, But there's one thing that doesn't ring true. What is that? Henry Wilson wasn't the sort of a man who would steal. Oh? Remember, there were three important organizations that trusted him. The Cattlemen's Association, the Stage Line Operators, and the Steamboat Company. They investigated him mighty carefully before they turned everything over to him. Well, I suppose any man, or that is, almost any man, might become dishonest if there was enough money to be had. I have more confidence in men than that. I wish I had. When does Colonel Parkman expect a boatload of blasting powder? You know about that? I'm afraid a lot of people know about it. Oh, I, I thought that might be the case. Just how much of a setback would it be if the boat was blown up? It would be a serious one. Very serious. The blasting powder is needed to clear the right of way. That's what I thought. It would take a long time to get more to St. Joseph and then to Omaha. Do you think that... Well, think what? Well, of course you'll assume that someone will try to destroy the powder. The life of everyone on board the boat. Hey, there, Miss Buckley! Oh, Miss Buckley! It's Willie from the boarding house. Oh, Miss Buckley, there was a message for you. I was told you might be here in the park. What is it, Willie? Uh, it's from the colonel. Colonel Parkman? Yes, ma'am. He says he wants to see you in the office as soon as you can get there. Tonight? Yes, ma'am. He said it was powerful important. He said I was to tell you if he wasn't going there that there was a Mr. Wilson. Henry Wilson? Yes, ma'am, that was the name. Is he going to be in that office? I reckon so, mister. That's the way it sounded when the colonel told me. Oh, I'd better go at once. It'll soon be dark. Yes. I'll tell you what it said. I'll find out. And, uh, Miss Barclay. Yes? I'll send word to you at the boarding house. It may be in code. I'll understand. I'd better hurry. I wonder where Wilson came from. Wilson started to explain before you came, Miss Barkley. You mind starting over, Mr. Wilson? Not at all. I'd like to have my secretary make notes. Sure thing. I understand you're from Washington, Miss Barkley. Yes. Funny, I never saw you there. But I guess it isn't so strange at that. I, I kept pretty much to my office. I know. The reason I came out here so suddenly was because my life was in danger. Oh. Certain unscrupulous men wanted to use information I had to further their own interests. I might explain that in furthering their own interests, they will make no end of trouble for the railroad. The one means of saving my own life is to put these, uh, these plotters in jail. That's why you came to Colonel Parkman. That's right. I thought the, uh, the colonel would know what to do. Before we can jail them, we must have something against them. Attempted destruction of a boat is sufficient, isn't it? What? I think I can help you capture the men who are planning to blow up the riverboat from St. Joe. Wilson, how can you help? Do you know the men who are planning that? Well, I couldn't point them out. How do you know they're going to destroy the boat? I still have sources of information. Where are your headquarters? I prefer to keep them a secret for the moment. Do you still have all the letters and papers that were taken from your Washington office? Oh, yes, yes, of course. All those things are perfectly safe, and uh, I propose to keep them that way. What about the boat? What do you know of the plans? I can describe the man who's going to actually fire the blast. Though I don't know him on sight, I... I know he's sandy-haired, he walks with a slight limp, he's known as Lefty, and he has a knife scar on his right cheek. That's a good description. He'll board the boat at St. Joe. I'll telegraph it once and have him kept off the boat. No, 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 I don't think that would be wise. You don't, uh, don't like that idea? There are others in the gang... This fellow is removed, others will replace him. And your suggestion? Have men go on board to watch this man and see whom he talks to. After the boat gets underway, capture everyone and hold them in confinement 
till the safe delivery of the powder has been made. Good. That's a good suggestion. Uh, prepare the messages, Miss Barkley. Yes, Colonel Parkman. And now, if uh, if you've no objection, I'll slip away in the darkness. But where can I reach you, Wilson? Do you know what a commotion your disappearance caused? Until I'm sure that it'll be safe, I'd prefer to give no address. I'll communicate with you. But what if I must... I'm armed, you see. And I don't want to be followed, Colonel Parkman. You'll hear from me soon. Wilson, are you threatening me? By no means, Colonel. But I'll be of little help dead. Alive, I may learn more plans of this, uh, this game. Good night. He's the most amazing man I've ever known. Well, we'll respect his desires, Miss Barkley. I suppose he's right in keeping his address a secret if he wants... Help! Help! Stop with that! It's Mr. Wilson! Something's happened. Let me go! Help! Hartman! Help! Oh, there! Horses! Help! Help! My gun! Oh, it's pitch dark. I can't see a thing. I'll get my gun and find the horse. Colonel Parker! The lamp! Miss Barkley, run! Someone's in this room. Run, Joan! Get away! Hurry while you can! Where are you, Colonel? I can't see a thing. Get away! I'm armed. Now I'll get him. I'll shoot it out. Me fix gag. Me oh, rope that you. Boys, Tonto. Now me fix you. You keep quiet. No, no, Tonto. He's Colonel Parkman. He's the wrong man. Oh, if there's only a light here. Now me take you away. Colonel Parkman, it's all right. I the Indian will find you. out you're the Colonel. Sooner I promise you it's all right. Tonto, can't you understand what I'm saying? Leave him. Oh, where is that other lamp? Tonto, I know it's you. Tonto, please believe me. I can vouch for the Colonel. Where is your friend, Tonto? Speak to me. Are you still here? Oh, here's the lamp. Where are you? Don't leave until I speak. Oh, gone. Gone with the colonel. Oh, what a frightful mistake Tonto has made. Oh, there's the light. Surely a message of some sort will have been left. And No message. Nothing. But it must have been Tonto. Who else? Was it another Indian? It could have been. Henry Wilson, then the colonel, Wilson's enemies. Oh, where's the Lone Ranger? The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Two horses, a large white stallion and a powerful pinto raced through the almost total black of night, heading for a thickly wooded section outside of Omaha. Each horse carried double. The first one was ridden by the Lone Ranger. Lone Silver! You'll pay for this. Colonel Parkman will find you and hang you. The less you struggle, Wilson, the easier this ride will be. You wait. My friend Colonel Parkman will learn He about already it. knows. You'll see him in a few minutes. What? See him? Lone Silver! going to do with me? You're all right. Do not struggle. You'll soon find out what Lone Ranger say. Lone Ranger? Ah, uh, soon we come to woods. There you find cabin, and there you talk to Lone Ranger. A short time later, Tonto arrived at the cabin in the woods. As the Indian opened the door... 
The dim light of a single candle showed Wilson sitting in a chair with his arms tied behind his back. And now you go inside. You sit down. I want to know the reason for this abduction. Parkman. This Indian captured me a minute after you were seized. Oh. Where's the man who captured you, Wilson? He left me here. He said he'd be back in a minute or two. Him close by. You take seat. Uh, might as well. Lone Ranger coming soon. The Lone Ranger? Yes. The Indian claims I'll be talking to the Lone Ranger in just a moment. You've heard of him, haven't you, Wilson? Uh, yes, I, I've heard of him. Well, if the Lone Ranger planned this affair, he has a reason for it. I wish I knew for certain that it was the Lone Ranger. You can be sure of that. Uh, Mask. That's the same voice. Are you the one who captured me? Yes, Wilson. I'm the same man. Remove my disguise that I've been wearing and put my own clothes on. And that mask. I told Tonto to shoot the light out before he went after you, Colonel Parkman. I didn't want you to snap one of those fast shots that have made you so famous. Hmm. Why are we here? Because I think the most important thing right now is the safety of that riverboat. You have a strange way of safeguarding that boat. Wilson was telling me about the man who plans to destroy it. Now you've captured me so I can't send word to have that man arrested. How did you describe the man, Wilson? I told Colonel Parkman what he looked like. Why should I repeat? I can tell you. The man is sandy-haired, known as Lefty. Walks with a slight limp and has the scar of a knife wound on his right cheek. I just wanted to make certain. Then you knew about him? I know the man who answers that description. Then let me go. Let me get word to St. Joe to have this fellow seized. Can't you understand the importance of this? Colonel Parkman has the authority to have that man arrested. No one else could make such a demand. Colonel Parkman is going to have Lefty arrested. He'll have to go to St. Joe to do it. The lawman in St. Joe wouldn't put Lefty under arrest because of a telegram. He couldn't be sure it really came from the colonel. Go to St. Joe? I'm to go there? Yes. I think the sailing of the riverboat with the blasting powder can be delayed that long if you send a telegram. I'll go with you. And what about me? For the time being, Wilson, you'll stay here. Here? You mean in this shack? Yes. Donna will see that you're fed until we return. You can't do this! Colonel Parkman, he can't keep me a prisoner? I hope you know what you're doing. I'm wrong. I'll be responsible for anything that happens. Now, I'll untie your hands, Colonel Parkman. Now, you see here. If you don't release me, I'll Donald see... will stay here with you, Wilson. He won't keep you gagged except when he sleeps. Ah, uh, you watch him. Good. There. Come on, Colonel Parkman. The sooner we find a horse for you to ride, the sooner we'll get to St. Joe. The Colonel was a splendid rider and a strong man, but he felt the pace the masked man set on the trip to St. Joe. There were pauses only when the horses had to rest and graze, and one short break for a few hours of sleep. During the trip, the Lone Ranger outlined certain things. Are you sure of this? Yes. Well, if what you say is correct, of course you can count on me to help in any way possible. Thanks. I was sure I could count on you, Colonel Parkman. Now, just make sure the boat leaves St. Joe after dark, and then... Well, you know when to declare left your cook. Yes, I know. Shortly after the riverboat pulled north from St. Joseph... A man whose face was scarred, who walked with a limp, made his way toward the stern where two men stood watching the moonlight on the water. What's the matter, boys? Huh? Lefty. That's right, Butch. It's Lefty again. We're just going to ask you and Red if the law got wind of you two in St. Joe. Yeah, what's the matter with you, Lefty? We done nothing wrong. Well, not that the law knows about. That is nothing that can be proved. You look here, Lefty. If you followed us... Who said us... anything about following you, Red? Well, you're wasting your time, Savvy. You've had a notion all along that we were a couple of crooks. I'm getting tired of being watched Tired of it, huh, Red? That's too bad. Because maybe someday you'll get tired enough of seeing me around to try a knife on me. Like was done a few years ago, and then I'll have you. I'll have you then because I'll be able to shoot to defend myself. Pretty smart, huh? A real smart lawman traveling around just looking for trouble. Uh-huh. 
trouble that's stirred up by you two. Yeah, leave us alone. We didn't ask to hear your smart talk. Maybe you'd tell me why you're Omaha bound. Is there a law again going to Omaha? No, not that I know of. Or is there any new law that says we got to tell why we're going there? No, I just figured maybe you'd tell me. We're not doing favors for anyone, Lefty. Least of all, anyone like you. You just leave us alone. Suit yourself, boys. If you don't want to tell me, I'll find out for myself. Sooner or later. Which? That wonder detective is out for our hide. Yeah, the boss said he'd take care of things so red. Maybe he'll do something about Lefty. He'll be better if he wants us to... Hey, look, Butch. Look yonder. Huh? There's a sheriff of Atchison County. See him? There's other sheriffs with him. Sure as I'm alive. That's who they are. And that big man talking to him is Colonel Parkman himself in flesh. Parkman? Is that who he is? Sure. He's the head engineer of the railroad. No, unless... Red, we're up against something tough. We got a whole shipload of lawmen. We won't be able to fire that powder in a hundred years while they're on board. They're talking over something. Mighty special talk, too. Look at him. Uh, hang it. Now what'll we do? Now wait. They're moving toward Lefty. Going to get him in on the confab. Yeah. And him a special government detective. I wonder if he let these sheriffs know what his job is. Red. Red, look. Look what they're doing. You can't arrest me. No use arguing about it, Lefty. There's no point in resisting. You're leaving this boat at the next landing. Oh, but there's a mistake. I tell no you, you mistake to... at all, Lefty. Henry Wilson told me all about you. Any forged credentials you have are worthless. Henry Wilson? Take him into custody, man, and put him ashore at the next landing. Right. If he's on shore, he won't be able to do much damage. Right. Red. Red, you heard that? Did you hear the same as I did? You're arresting Lefty. And Parkman said that Henry Wilson told him all about <laughs> it. Yeah, I savvy the whole thing now, Butch. You sure got to hand it to the boss. He fixed his old parkman thought Lefty was on board to explode the powder. That's it. As soon as they leave the boat, we'll be in the clear. There won't be anything to stop us. When the riverboat stopped at a landing, Red and Butch saw the lawman leave with Parkman and Lefty. And a few moments later, the boat was underway again. Now we'll wait, Red, until the next land. We white fuses to the powder just before the landing. Then go ashore and watch the fireworks. <laughs> well... I bet this boat will go sky high when all that blasting powder goes off. <laughs> On through the night, the boat moved, with passengers asleep, not suspecting that they were in peril of being blown to bits for the blasting powder. Lights glimmered in the wheelhouse where the man on duty watched for dangers that might be floating in the river ahead. No one was concerned with the two men who were waiting near one of the cabins. Can you get that lock? I'll have the door open in a second. Good. I'll stand by the door while I fix a fuse to the kegs of powder. Right. Maybe I should strike a light. Oh, no, you can find the kegs. That's all there is in here. I got one. A fuse to one of them is all that will be needed. That's all. When one explodes, they'll all go. Once you hit them, keg up. Shut the door a minute so there won't be so much noise outside the room. Go ahead. The door's closed. I'll use a part of my gun. That's enough. Take a look now and make sure no one heard that. No sign of anyone. You got the fuse? Yep. One end's in the keg. I'm all set to light her off as soon as we put in at the next landing. Good enough. All we got to do now is wait. It was the middle of the night when the riverboat made the next stop. Butch and Red were at the rail watching the slight activity on shore. And Red slipped away and silently went below deck. 
In a moment, he was back at Butch's side. I lighted it, Butch. The fuse is burning right now. Then we'd better get ashore in a hurry. I'll have plenty of fuse. We got lots of time. You shut the door? Sure. Come on, then. We'll go over the side. Going and... somewhere, Butch? Huh? Lefty. You here again? What the same here? Got a couple of lawmen with me, boys, just in case we have to make an arrest. I wanted to be sure we had the sheriff of the county we're in right now. You want to question him, huh? That's right, Sheriff. Let's take him below deck. Hey, now, wait. You can't do that, Lefty. This way we got to get off the boat. Here. I thought you boys were going to Omaha. No, we get off Well, here. that's all right. You'll have lots of time. The boat won't pull out for a quarter hour or so. Where'd you come from? Well, after Colonel Parkman took me ashore, well, I had a time explaining to him that I was a federal detective. But when I'd done so, he felt mighty sorry for having took me ashore. So I rented a horse for him, and we came after the boat. Parkman, you here too? I just came on board. Are you ready to question them, Lefty? Yep, only we'll take him below. No, no, wait. Listen, Lefty. Save your talk to her below deck. You can't talk here with us folks coming on board and going ashore. I won't go below. Leave me alone. Steady there. Let go of me, Parkman. We're going below. I want to ask you, too, about a man that calls himself Henry Wilson. We don't know him. Look, let's talk on shore. Come on ashore and we'll tell you anything you want to know. Hold a hand here. We may have to get rough to take these two. We can talk to... No, no, listen to me. We don't want to go below. Let go my neck. You can't do this. The terror of the schemers increased when they were taken to within 10 feet of the cabin where the fuse to the explosive had been lighted. Lefty spoke with nerve-wracking deliberation. There's no hurry at all, boys. Just take your time and see if you can't recollect something about Henry Wilson. No, no, I tell you, we can't. We gotta get out of here. I told you, Butch, that there was plenty of time. There's no hurry to get out. What if the boat does leave? Thunder and lightning that the boat leaves without you. Red's terror reached a fever pitch. He knew that any instant might bring the blast that would send everyone on board the boat to sudden oblivion. Lefty kept one shrewd eye on him while he spoke. Just over the town and met you in that little town of painted. Stop, clothes. stop, Lefty. Get out of here before the blast. Yeah, the ship's going to blow up. Who says so? We know, that powder. You lighted a fuse to it? Yeah. Yes, yes, we admit it. Only let us get off the boat, that's all. Hurry before it's too late. Who told you to do that? Henry Wilson. He's the one, he's the boss. He told us to do it. That's what we wanted to know. We got the confession. Come on out. Hey, Red, look. A masked man. He was in that cabin. I was there when you lighted the fuse. You? We wanted your confession. We wanted you to name Henry Wilson. You two crooks. Meet the Lone Ranger. He snuffed out the fuse as soon as you'd left the cabin. Colonel, is Silver on the shore? He came right along with us. <laughs> we're framed. I'll go ashore now, Colonel. Tano's wedding with Henry Wilson. You knew all the time. We thought you, that you thought were... you were in the clear when we followed Wilson's instructions. The Lone Ranger knew as soon as he heard Wilson call me a crook that it was a scheme to get me off the boat. You two stuck your necks right into the noose when you thought the coast was clear. Right into the Lone Ranger's noose.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>